This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, uh, don't forget that we are doing a theme show in about a month's time and the theme is cars. So if you have a car story, we'd like you to send it into that story show at gmail.com. Do that as soon as possible. Okay. Cause otherwise you'll put it off and it won't make it on the show. So, uh, there you go. Rated E for everyone. 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Peggy Houston, who support the show as your mushy basis. Join the club and get a patron only bonus stories, a sticker and more sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show. This is Aaron from Springfield, Missouri, and you're listening to that story show. Hey, this is that story show people. Hey podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 373, believe it or not, brought to you the week of March 18th, 2021. I'm your host, my name is James Kinnison and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John and I'm not going to let you finish that line, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) I was going to say something about chocolate and milk not being chunky, but... I just jumped in a little too early. <laughs> it's okay. It, with the March delay, 18th. it didn't sound like that. So yeah. our audience hears you come in exactly when you're supposed to. Oh. So how are you doing, John? Magic. I'm doing good. I uh, I had a very special day yesterday. I uh, got a little year closer to uh, your age. Oh, so. no. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're welcome. I mean, thank you. <laughs> I mean, Did you do anything what? special? You, you know, I don't know. Nah. Nothing, no. nothing. It was Wednesday. You know how that is. No SpongeBob SquarePants cakes or anything like that. No, no, no themed no. birthday party. No. Well, I, I got it. I got a new truck. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a, it's a 2020 Toyota Tundra and it's uh, about the size of a matchbox car because <laughs> that's what it is. Oh my gosh. Still awesome. I, I, I did ask for a new truck. Uh, and they gave they, you a, 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 a play toy. Yeah. That's what happened to me on my 16th birthday. Ouch. I asked for a car like you do. And right. they told me they would get me a car. And I was so oh. excited. And then the birthday came. And I unwrapped a little present. And there was a tiny you car was in there. Keys. Yeah. Was it a micro machine? No. It was a matchbox sized car. At least if it had been a micro machine, it would have been cool. But it hasn't <laughs> scarred me. Not really. I no. Mean, I have a real truck now. I have a real car. And yeah. I don't need stupid parents. And uh, you did turn 16. So, I mean, yeah, that's... I did. And it doesn't <laughs> matter. None of it matters. I have my own house now. And it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We always start with an opening story. This one's called Guilty Gaming, and it's sent to us from Liam Seal. 
So a few years back, I started doing something very, very wrong. <laughs> it's always a good way to start a story. I love it. I would take my dad's old computer and my mom's earbuds, and I would play video games all night long instead of sleeping without my parents' knowledge. Oh, no. This is very um, uh, apropos uh, to my current situation because my son is currently on two weeks off of his video games because we caught him doing that very thing. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I come come downstairs um, to get a drink. And the dogs come up from the basement to greet me, and they never are down there because they're always up in my son's room sleeping. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Chase downstairs playing video games. <laughs> and mm. uh, they didn't know they were saying that, but that's what they were saying. That's what they said. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you snitched me. Yeah. So anyway, this went on without my parents' notice for several months. Wow. Oh, he got away with it. He apparently didn't have dogs that talk. Uh, how is he sleeping? How is he existing? Until one day I made a huge mistake. I forgot to put my mom's earbuds back where I left them. And my mom was asking me and my sisters where our earbuds were and asked us to search for them. Well, me being the dumb kid I was, I decided to get the earbuds from my room and carefully sneak <laughs> into my mom's room and then, quote unquote, <laughs> find the earbuds. My mom was super suspicious because my dad had already looked where I said I found them. And this Mm. started a time or about two weeks where my mom would randomly ask me some questions like, so do you do anything at night other than sleep? (laughs) 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 Just random questions, you know. I wasn't worried about getting caught, though, because I was an idiot because I thought I'd been so careful. One night, though, my mom and dad found out, and I was punished by losing electronics for a very long time. This, (laughs) This is where you think the story would end, but not this time. I decided to do it again. Oh, no. (laughs) And I got caught after about a month, and I lost electronics for even longer. I probably should have stopped at this point, but no, I wanted to play video games instead of getting much-needed sleep. And I went another month without getting caught, and then I did. And I got in more trouble than I ever had before. To this day, even though it's almost three years later, my mom still doesn't trust me alone in a room with a computer or a laptop at night. Liam. No. Seal. How could they? At this point, I would have you checked into, like, Charter by the Sea or something. (laughs) Charter. Fool me once. uh, Shame on you. Fool me twice. It's... uh... Well, you just can't fool me again. Right. I I have now a a worried feeling in my heart that my son may try the same thing. So now I'm going to be on the lookout. I'm going to be waking up. I'm going to set alarms, randomly wake up in the middle of the night. I'm going to go down and check. I'm going to check in his room. This kid got away with it for three months before he got found. Wow. uh, See, he left out two key things. First of all, I wanted to know what game it was, you know. Oh, because <laughs> for my son, it's Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Okay. But and then in the second thing, he said he didn't go into detail about what happened when it, how did how did he get caught? How did he get catched? You know, did they scare the crap out of him? Um, did they sneak up and catch him in his room? Did they sl- you mm-hmm. know just suddenly open the door and ha? They we got you. You know, I don't know. Uh, let's just all face facts though. There are worse things you could catch a boy doing on a computer than playing video games. So yeah, he's a good kid. So anyway, yes, let's rewind Three the week. years later. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I should be more prepared for this, but I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of already told my weekly update. I caught my son playing video games at night, <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. You had something else that you you wanted to start before uh, we said the show. You're going to save it for the show. Is that what it is? Oh, was? yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Do I want to share it or not? It's it's just okay. we got a bad review. We got a bad review. And we don't get we many don't bad reviews, but we oh. got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, That's my fault. And it said mm-hmm. that, that it, it, it was basically saying that it didn't want to hear all the talking that we do. Oh. Like, okay. like this stuff. They just oh, wanted to hear gotcha. the stories. And I'm thinking, well, first of all, we're we're at episode 370 something. 
it's a little late to be changing formats, you know? It's a successful show. People listen to it and enjoy it. Um, Secondly, you know, just fast forward if you you really just want to hear stories. So, I don't know. I I think we kind of keep it story central. We start with a story, and then the weekly rewinds are basically stories. Yeah, and everything's a story. Yeah, uh, so I, you know, I just kind of just shrugged it off, but, you know. Whatever. But so when you say bad, like how many stars bad was that? It was one star. Wow. Yeah. It's it's like we don't ever get three stars wow. or two stars. It's just one star. It's it, just one. It would be like if I was a Disney employee and it was my job to tell people to keep their masks on, I would be the employee that always got the guy that's going to spit on you. <laughs> right. Not just the guy that's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I'll pull it up. Thanks. I hate him, but I'll pull it up. You know, right. I would always get the guy that was spit. So I, mm. I, I always get the one star reviews. It's either five star or one star. So, Man. Man. oh, but no, there was one. This is actually the one I was thinking of. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know, a few weeks ago, we, we, we did a show and somehow or another, we got on the topic of Santa Claus and, and just spoiler warning, it's, we're going to talk about Santa Claus. So if you want to fast forward a little bit, you might need to do that. Yeah. Give us maybe five, ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> just five. On five one star. Five minutes, in. okay. Um, but anyway, uh, so we got a, a review, and it was it was a, a one star review, and uh, it was from a young person, and they said, you know, that one episode where you talked about there wasn't a Santa Claus. Well, and you said that if you're ten years old and you don't know that there's not a Santa Claus, there's something wrong with you. She says, well, I was one of those ten year olds. <laughs> Oh, I know. I felt bad. I really did. But you know, it's 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 real life. You know, you gotta gotta grow up sometime. And and if it's it's through the violence of of a podcast, you know, and my my voice, then so be it. But no, they they just said thanks. I like your show. She said, but you kind of ruined my Christmas. (laughs) Like, dang. You know, we just. I guess we can't talk about the Easter Bunny either. No, no, we're we're done. So, spoiler warning over. We're done. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy Happy Birthday yes. and uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But, but by that age, you should at least be a little suspicious. Yeah, you ought to be. You ought to be asking your mom questions like, "Is there anything yeah. you're doing on New on, on Christmas Eve night other than Are you sleeping?" Up late for some reason, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing video games? Um, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, is it, is it my turn? Because I got some dumb things to go through. Yeah, absolutely. Is it? Okay. First of all, one star reviews kind of, they stink, but, uh, <laughs> well, we get so many reviews every week. It, it so I, I don't want people to feel bad for me or us because the one stars definitely are, are a minority there there, but, but they keep me grounded. They help me yeah. to know that there are still people that hate us. <laughs> it's good. To, it's good. good. To keep, it's good to be it's hated. Good. It's good to be hated. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I can I can understand that. I, I I I titled my my weekly rewind this week. Dumb things we did this week. Okay. Because it seems like everybody except for my wife, we all did something dumb this week. Oh boy. And um, I'm going to go through them. And uh, I'll start with myself because, you know, I'm older. Anyways, I was driving my, my truck. I was, somebody gifted me some really great stuff. I got a, a, a table saw, man. I'm really Ooh. excited about it. Yeah, it's, it's great. I've been wanting one and somebody's like, I want you to have this. And I'm like, thank you so much, Mr. Kenny. You're my best friend. Um, and so I was driving at home and I noticed my, 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 my gas light was on. Actually, it was on on the way to pick it up. And I thought, I've got enough gas. And uh, I was driving home, and I was like, oh, man, I got to get, there's got to be a gas station. I took it a little different way home. And I was like, there's got to be a gas station around here somewhere. I'm like in the middle of everything. Nothing. And then my truck cuts out. And if you've ever lo- not ran out of gas before, you know, you, you press the gas pedal, your vehicle's still running, but nothing happens. And you just kind of, you know, it dies. Right. So I'm like right in the middle of this road and I, I, I start coasting and I'm like, ah, I at least got to get off the road because it's like a single lane road and it's like in this 
subdivision area. And I'm like, this is great. And so I, long story short, I ran out of gas. I should have known better. <laughs> Somebody nice did stop because I live in the, in an area. Well, where I was is an area where everybody's on golf carts and guy drives by. He's like, Hey, you need some help. I was like, I ran out of gas. He's like, I got you. He took care of me. That's nice. Me, gave me some gas and it was awesome. Even brought me some cold waters, which was great. And he wouldn't let me pay him. Wow. Like, wow. So he passed gas and gave you water. <laughs> yeah. That's, so That's nice. awesome. But it doesn't stop there because I'm not the only one in my family that does dumb stuff. So um, at night, we uh, after dinner, we sit around the table and um, we've been reading through the Bible. So we're going through Leviticus, I think, or Deuteronomy. Wow. And um, my wife will read because she's got a great reading voice. And so we'll sit there and listen. Does she do the voices? No. Sometimes. <laughs> Because like when the like when the Israelites are complaining about we well, want to go back to Egypt, she'll say it just like that. So oh, that's awesome! It's great. Yeah, better than any narrator on the Bible app. Uh, I gotta say, but I'm a little biased. But um, I'm sitting there and we're we're listening, and I notice out of the corner of my eye, Johnny, my oldest and brightest son, <laughs> um, my brightest sixteen year old, I should say. Uh, he's he's messing around with something, and all of a sudden. Sparks fly up into the air, <laughs> like full-on electricity shooting into the sky with a little trail of, of mm. smoke. And I'm, I look over, and I'm like, what did you just do? And he's got this grin on his face and he <laughs> pulls up this fork, a fork, a fork that he just arced on the plug that was plugged into the outlet what? on the wall behind him. Yeah. What? He... Like, how did you not shock yourself? He's like, I held it with, um, <laughs> imitating my son, I held it with my jacket. So he <laughs> apparently insulated himself from, you know, getting a full on shock. What? But arced and, and actually messed up the fork. It, like, it, it did an arc <laughs> weld on it. So, like, the things that I saw shooting up into the air was actually pieces of the fork pieces somehow. Metal. Teenagers oh. are so dumb, man. Gosh. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. But it doesn't stop there. All right. Because I mentioned my family, we all did something dumb except for my wife. Uh -huh. And and so James, my youngest and brightest son, uh, my brightest eleven year old, he um he he's in Royal Rangers, you know. Oh wow! And uh, Royal Rangers is like uh, it's like Boy Scouts for those who it's don't know. It's Jesus Boy Scouts. It's Jesus Boy Scouts. Yeah, and and he's learned you know how to how to properly handle tools and sharp things, but there comes a time in a boy's life when he's got to test his knowledge. Yeah, and so he had my machete. Oh. <laughs> Big, long machete and he was chopping at some wood and he decided that he wanted to try and split some logs some some small you know logs that you can actually hold with your hand and so he's he's holding a log with his his left hand no. and, and hacking at it with, no. with the right hand with the machete and no. the first couple times he does great but the third time he misses the log <laughs> and gets his hand <laughs> and he comes into the house <laughs> He comes into the house very serious and somber. He's like, I just cut my hand. <sighs> and and I'm over working in the, the, the living room trying to fix something. And uh, Amy's like, oh, oh, yep, yep, you sure did. <laughs> she gets him over the sink. And she's like completely calm. Oh. And I'm like, uh, he cut himself. And I'm not going to go over there and look at no. it. But I did because I'm an idiot. And he, I mean, sure enough, he's got... Uh, a full oh. like inch, maybe inch and a half oh. cut on his hand. Oh. And I'm like, he's going to need to get stitches in that, isn't he? Uh. And Amy's like, yep, sure is. <laughs> and so he's, he's, he's leaning on the counter and <laughs> he's getting all pale and stuff. <laughs> he's doesn't like, take much. <laughs> no, he's a lot like me, a lot like <laughs> me. And, and he's like, my, my ears are ringing, dad. <laughs> And all the color has left his face. I'm like, I know what's about to happen. And so I get a chair. Somebody gets a chair and he sits down and, and he's just like, he's getting cold and clammy. He's dying. <laughs> Amy's kind of trying to close up the wound there. And, and he's like, all right, we're going to have to get him on a, on a chair and, um, you know, let him just kind of relax and get his, his senses back. But yeah, 
he uh he got it he cut it pretty good he uh he got six stitches wow and um it's the crazy thing is that day we were talking about your finger flap oh, you know? and i don't yeah. know if that was yeah. his inspiration or something but like <laughs> <laughs> oh man he said something something oh this is what he said because this is why i mentioned the ranger thing so he's he's sitting there and he's he's got a cut hand and he's 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 got some bandages on it and hasn't gone to the to the place to get it stitched up yet. He looks up at me. He's kind of disappointed. He's like, I'm going to have to take a corner off my cut and cut chop, and chop card. card. That's what I was about to say, man. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lose that cut and chop card. They're going to tear that joker in half. That's right. It's going to take you a year to get that back. Yeah. If y'all don't, if y'all don't know from, from, <laughs> from, from anything, yeah, the, you get a cut and chop card. You got to earn that thing to carry a blade. And uh, every time you do something bad, they take a corner off. And if you lose all your Dude. corners, you lose your card. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, like scouts. But uh, he didn't care a thing about the fact that he had, you know, an inch gash on his hand. <laughs> He's like, they're going to take a corner of my card off. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, probably. Chew it in half. They're gonna <laughs> spit it out in your face. That's what they're going to do. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, your family and my family are closely tied together because <laughs> um, everybody in my family did something dumb too, except <laughs> except except, uh, for except for my wife. Yeah, because my daughter, she I got a call that she was late to school, Uh-oh. and uh, and I didn't think anything of it, but my wife uh, kind of got onto her. You know, you need to make sure you're because she's driving herself now. Right, right, and. Uh, you got to make sure you get to school on time, leave on a, at a time that's right. And, uh, and, and then she loses our credit card. So Jen's going through our, our charges, you know, for the last couple of days and notices a charge on that particular morning to a Starbucks. And she, <laughs> she goes to my daughter and she's like, they're, they're, what is this charge for $6? You know, uh, uh, the morning that you were late. Well, as it turns out, Uh-oh. I went to Starbucks and it <laughs> took a lot longer than I thought and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the, the full story comes out and she, she gets grounded for the weekend, you know. Oh, so, man. Uh, wow. So, that yeah, my son got caught uh, playing Play games. My game. daughter got caught getting coffee. It's just, you know, and, and they're- You didn't they're, do anything. They're, they, I, 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 uh, I don't know. I didn't put out a show last week, so- that's uh, that's what I did, so that was my dumb thing. No, I got hated on by um, reviews. We got another review, and it wasn't uh, one star; it was a five star. But oh. after the review was over, they put a PS in there, and they said, um, "Why don't you get Johnny and Jenna together?" And I was like, "They like, have you ever thought of that?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> never thought of that <laughs> you mean like as a as a show or as an no item? As, a, as an item i was like oh he's goodness. like he's like i would imagine if you you know if you don't like this you can block me i might block you from what <laughs> the internet you know and, and and no offense you know i'm sure your son's a great guy and all but no i uh, you know i i don't want my daughter connected with anyone much less you know <laughs> so you know, a, a guy that would stick wow. a fork in an outlet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's not a, you know, my hopes aren't high for smart grandkids there, you know. So, right. <laughs> they're not going to survive the, the terrible twos. So, why didn't you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I grounded well, myself. I, you know, stealth, yeah. Tesla safe. Uh, I don't know. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy.
That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Just pray for us, people, and pray for our children. Please. We need it. We need it. Uh, We got our listener email. Uh, Keep it up, Randy. Uh, Randy says... Old geezer here at 65 years old. I figure I'm probably one of your oldest listeners. Well, wow. he just threw down the towel there or not the he towel, did. the challenge. If you are 65 and older, you need to email us and let us know um, yeah. how old you are. You know, we, we should probably come up with a special name or a sticker for. Well, the problem is people can lie so easy. So I just realized there's a, there's, a, there's a fault in it, but if you can prove that you're older than 65, um, then do it. It would be awesome. And you could beat this guy, Randy. Uh, I found your podcast many years ago and it's always been one of my favorites. When I first found you way back before John S joined the show, (gasps) I think you and the family had recently moved to Florida and you were youth pastor at your church. Yeah, that would be a timeline. All right. Um, Your podcast has always been one of my favorites and I've missed your stories during the time when you would go on a personal hiatus. Anywho, I just listened to the story about the kids fishing license test. You remember that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that the that kids' awesome. parents used it as a very creative teaching opportunity slash prank. Yeah, I think it falls more in the prank category. Yeah. What what did he learn, really? You know? <laughs> I know that my parents are going to go through elaborate measures to get me a license. Yeah. It made me laugh all the way through. And sometime when you feel a little down, that's exactly the medicine you need. It's a great example of why I'm a listener and have been for so long. James and John, you have a great podcast. By the oh. way. James, just to bring back some old memories, what is the name of your first co-host? Tell me something about him and how he's doing. Well, my first co-host, of course, was David, my brother. David, yep. And he's doing great. He lives in uh, around the area of Ocala, Florida. He works for a BMW dealership, and Ooh. he is married, and and um, that's that's about all I'm going to share. And, you know, it's his he's still it, hilarious. Yeah, he's he's absolutely hilarious. We've. Had him on the show recently, you know, well, recently is in the history of the show and he's doing great and, uh, talked to him just this last, this past week. And, uh, that's it. That's, there you go. There's some history. So, um, iTunes reviews. Hi, James and John bed best podcast ever. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not allowed to listen to you guys. (laughs) Oh no. But I do anyway. (laughs) Great. Oh, I'm not allowed to listen to <laughs> So I left a review. <laughs> I'm never going to get found out. <laughs> yeah. I love this podcast, and my parents think this podcast is inoperative, but I listen. <laughs> oh, inoperative. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> mean I don't know. exactly? I we're dead. I, I don't know. We're inoperative. We're inoperative. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a strange choice of words. Like, we're not operating on people today. Sorry. I know you we're came here for a heart transplant, but we're inoperative. Maybe he meant we're complete waste of time. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, the chat room, uh, Sims to Rachel says uh, that he probably meant inappropriate. Ah. That makes that a lot makes more sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He might not be 10 and up, hopefully. We're, in, we're inappropriate. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So. Oops. <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> for, for 10 year olds. But he listens anyway, and we do not. Uh, by the way, you should stop listening if your parents don't want you to listen. Don't listen. Yeah, your parents are are smart, and uh, this is a really bad show. So bad, bad ideas come from this show. We 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 mess up Santa right. Claus and stuff. So yeah, um, sorry to the eight year old in the chat room who uh, <laughs> I still believe I don't. Know. Lavender. Schwick says, this podcast is amazing. Best podcast ever, James and John. I love your podcast so much. I listen to your podcast as much as I possibly can. And if I enjoyed every one of your episodes, you guys are the best. You guys can make anything funny. Keep up the great work. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you for thinking that. 
We appreciate yeah. it. We should make we should take that as a challenge. I got a roll of tape on my on my desk right now. Can we make that funny? Oh God, I don't know. It's too much. Perform, pressure. James. Do it. <laughs> roll of tape. I could put it on my face and look funny. That's for sure. Roll of tape. Okay, a roll of tape. Trying out for a um, a place in a drama, and oh. the roll of tape um, tries out for the the uh, the main role in. Uh-huh. And gets it, really? Yeah, because she's really good at roles. So, yeah. mm. you anyway, think it's a, I think it's a role that'll stick with them. <laughs> I just ruined yeah, it. I don't know. <laughs> Mine was worse. No, we can't no. make anything funny. Okay, <laughs> don't put that pressure on us. Just let us tell stories, and let that be it. All right. Okay. Uh, we got some listener stories. Uh, let's do them. All right. So um, came for anyways. Yeah, I went to a bakery one time and bought a roll of tape. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. Matter of fact, my counselor contacted me today and i'm sure i'm in trouble because i haven't responded to her emails in a while (laughs) you can start communicating in under 24 hours it's not self-help see it's professional counseling and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is available the service is available for clients worldwide and there's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas i want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Again, join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. Check it out. You owe it to yourself to get the help you need. All right. Thank you for sponsoring the show, betterhelp.com. And with that, we will get involved in the first story. It's a long one. Uh, it's oh. from a guy named Lord Titterington. Lord Titterington? Yeah, from Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor Michigan. Now, I, I happen to know that his name is not Lord Titterington. I know his real name. And the oh. last name is Titterington, though. So, oh, but yeah. first name's not Lord? No, no, it's not. Oh. Dearest <laughs> brethren, James and John, I have been listening through most of your episodes since you were on the Babylon Bees podcast. As a night baker for Panera, I have a lot of time in the store, and your podcast is a fantastic way to make that time go faster. Having caught up in December, I decided it's time to cease being a consumer of your show. I am now contributing a story of my own. Back when I was in high school, we had a few classes that took place during zero hour. These were classes that happened once a week on Wednesdays and took place about 530 in the morning, long before the rest of the classes began. Until, until regular class began, we were left uh, with nearly a full hour with nothing to do but wander the halls like the ghosts of students who never graduated. <laughs> a few of my friends and I decided to invent a game to start playing during this week uh, or, or this weekly graveyard shift. We discovered that the wrestling room in an upstairs section of the school was always unlocked, never had any teachers around, and was covered mostly entirely in padded mats. Boy. <laughs> setting a dangerous scene the floors (laughs) were covered in nice thick wrestling mats the walls had vertical pads reaching about seven feet perfect for preventing injuries well that was the idea anyway with all this protection around we decided on a type of sharks and minnows game we dubbed zombie tag those who were it were limited to speed walking anyone who was tagged joined the zombie side until only one of us was left not tagged. Since the soccer field-sized room was entirely empty, however, we, of course, had to spice things up a little. You know, like a high schooler would. We turned off all the lights, we played in the dark, and there was a door on one end of the room where an exit sign hung with its dull red glow being the only source of light. Once your eyes adjusted, you could actually make out moving shapes at least uh, up to about 10 feet away. So, of course, 
most of us started wearing all black, you know, because no lights. <laughs> and it wasn't challenging enough. So not enough people were being hurt is the, the thing. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, this went on for most of a semester without a single injury. It helped that most people never moved all that quickly for fear of running into something. However, such an utterly safely ridden environment was bound to fail us eventually. Our group typically consisted of about seven to 10 players. Four of us were there every single week and several more who changed week to week. We four having more confidence in our abilities were beginning to full on sprint at times when we needed to get it away. Not the whole game, but in spurts here and there, like a gassy man trying to get away. <laughs> or, or like, like a gassy man trying to sneak out farts between amens during church. That's what he actually said. <laughs> I skipped a line. That's even better. <laughs> uh, that one's for you, John. You can imagine thanks, how thanks. sprinting in a very dark room among fully black clad players may not be the wisest decision. One faithful day, my good friend Caleb was making one of those sprints across the room. Unbeknownst to him, his girlfriend had decided to make a sprint as well from the other side of the room toward his side. Before I could say anything, I watched them both meet swiftly in a head-on collision. And I do mean head-on. His girlfriend stood just tall enough for her forehead to line up oh so nicely with Caleb's nose. As they made for their unintended embrace that morning, it wasn't love that flowed between these two, though I suppose it could still be the outpouring of his heart in a way. Stop. We quickly turned on the lights to see a steady stream of blood coming from Caleb's nose and beginning to drip on the floor. Wanting to make sure he was taken care of and to clean up the mess on the wrestling mats, we decided to end it for the day. Really? Good, oh, smart. Just for the day, though. Just for the day. Though yeah. having only recently begun... And then I got a text from my little brother. He wasn't in any zero-hour classes, but often joined us in these games of zombie tag. He was apparently on his way, and he was letting me know he had just been parking outside, not wanting to waste his opportunity. Uh, I looked at Caleb with a slow smile spreading across my face and said, how long do you think it'll keep bleeding? Uh, and we quickly what? shut the lights back off. <laughs> oh, great. And everyone oh, no. gathered slight out of sight by the stairs lit only from the hall below where my brother would be coming in as soon as mm. the lower door opened caleb stumbles into view at the top of the stairs holding a hand to his face as blood continued pouring from between his fingers he sinks to one knee looks down at my brother and says in a terrified slow voice marcus don't come in with that he collapsed the rest of the way to the ground Whereupon I grab his ankles and pulled as fast as I could, and you hear Caleb scream in only a way he can. Oh come on, that's too good. <laughs> he pulled him back in the room. Don't come in. Uh, like a horror movie. <laughs> from what he told us later, Marcus just stood at the bottom of the stairs, dumbfounded, just trying to process what he'd seen. Those sure. of us at the top could barely contain our laughter after hearing. Caleb screamed, but managed to keep it silent. Finally, Marcus decided it wasn't actually real, though I questioned just how certain of that he was as he climbed the stairs and he met us all at the top where finally we were able to release our mirth in full. I helped Caleb clean the blood that had gotten uh, once more on the floor and the sprinting thereafter was done with much less vigor than before. But hey, it was still a great game. So of course we kept playing after that day. All right, I've talked enough. Sorry if it's a little long, but I hope the Narthex accepts my offering with joy, and I hope it makes on a, a, an angel gets it wings. Okay, <laughs> I, I get what you're trying to say, but you're not getting a bell. Lord Titterington oh, right. in Armour, Michigan. You got to say the magic <laughs> words. So. You do. You have to, or we'll be ringing that bell all the time. That's right. That was a good story. It was a long one, but yeah, I, I love yeah. it. It was a two-hitter, though. You know, they, got, they, they bump into each other, um, noses explode. And then they Boom. they use it to destroy, um, you know, their, their younger brother. I'm always a fan of that. So that was that's that's good. If you're going to get an injury, at least use it for something. Yeah, something good. Yeah. Now, girlfriend didn't hurt her face. Did I no, mean, no. She seems like she, she was fine. She she just Caleb and his fared well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's such a dumb oh. game. Yeah. It sounds fun, but uh, fun you're just begging, you're begging for something like that to happen. And that's mm -hmm. the way it usually is, too. You know, teenagers get these ideas. Hey, I'm going to stay up all night, and play video games, or I'm going to, you know, start to think of zombie tag in the dark. 
And, uh, and real life happens. Yeah, and it, it starts off fine. Everything's great. And then, and then, yeah, it, it catches up with them. Proving the adage, it's all fun and games till someone, someone gets, loses an eye. Yeah. Or, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I like that one. Oh, what was yours? Uh, someone gets hurt. Oh, I always, yeah. I always hurt someone loses an eye. So, loses an eye. Well, well we always kind of cater it towards the situation. Like, if, you know, like James chopping uh, the, the log with his machete, it's <laughs> all fun and games until someone loses a finger. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it's not fun anymore. I got a story about being skunked up. Okay. It comes for us from James Wyman. And uh, according to this story, this happened this morning, but I don't, I don't think it happened. No, it's been at least a couple of weeks since I got this story. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But here we go. Uh, it happened this morning. It started. I start work at six a.m. I'm a truck driver, okay, and I'm expecting my truck before I leave the yard because that's a good thing to do, right? Yeah. I want if you're going to be driving a truck, make sure it's safe. So kudos to you, James. Thanks for keeping us safe and yourself safe. Well, midway through my inspection, my phone gives me two alerts from our security cameras, one right after the other. It's about 6.30, so this means my wife is up, and she probably just let our two large dogs out for, the, uh, for their morning business. Mm. But when I check the alerts, one says motion alert, backdoor, which is probably the dogs being let out. The second one says motion alert, garage site, and that worries me. Last time I got an alert from both cameras so close together was when the dogs chased a cat into the front yard down the street. So I opened the camera's app and I watched the two videos. The first video was the dogs calmly walking out the door and off the camera. And the second video was of a skunk oh. hurrying towards the backyard where my dogs were. Oh no! <laughs> I call my wife and I yell, get the dogs in the house! There's a skunk! She says something not rated E for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and it races back into the door, but it's too late. Coughing oh. and shaking <laughs> by the back door. She cracks it open a fraction of an inch and is met by the horrid stench of freshly skunked dog. Oh. My poor wife has to take the dogs to the garage and bathe them in tomato juice and peroxide in an extra large cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the story james wyman thank you for the story yeah. goodness gracious ah that's my, I, i'm not a big dog fan i'm meaning I, I don't i don't like dogs in general but what i meant by that was i i don't like big dogs especially because everything right. is just upscaled like if they get uh sprayed then you have a giant <laughs> dog that you now have to deal with. Yeah. And, or if they poop in the wrong place, you now have a giant turd to deal Mound. with. If they <laughs> pee in your house, it is a freaking puddle of, of pee, <laughs> like a giant epic, you know, bath water size pee. Uh, like, we yeah. have two little dogs, which is, you know, terrible enough already, but at least when they do something they're not supposed to, it's micro sized, you know? And um, and if if they ever got hit by a skunk, I could just throw them in the washing machine. Yeah, you know, with, with the tomato juice and peroxide. Yeah, <laughs> just be done with it. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on the spin cycle a couple times. It would be, it would be great. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, big big dogs, man. Uh, they they have much more personality. They are uh, better overall, I would say. But uh, as far as me being a dog not lover. Uh, I don't want to say hater, so I said not lover. Uh, I I only see dogs as a problem, and so I don't think about the cuteness and the personality factor. None of that uh, has any bearing on me at all. It's just the negatives, and little dogs have smaller negatives. So, you know, good point. So there you go. Well, and and <laughs> and I've only got one dog that's Sparky, and and uh, we're trying to train her off of that so anyway this is our middle school drama for today um uh um uh, move out of the way stupid Um. karen from indiana writes dear james and john i know you love stories about middle schoolers and as a middle school english teacher i observe a lot of middle school drama in fact (laughs) one day while i was standing along in the hallway during a passing period i totally heard a kid say dang it just like the intro you play before your middle school stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Dang it. 
It made me think of your show and laugh to myself. A couple years ago, though, my seventh grade students were working independently on an assignment, and they were talking amongst themselves while I walked around the classroom, monitoring their progress and answering questions. At one point, one of the boys said to me, Miss K, do you have any kids? No, I replied. Then he said, do you have any grandkids? (laughs) 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 With an inward sigh, I said, think about that for a minute. (laughs) And he paused. He considered it. I could feel the connections being slowly made in his brain. And he finally (laughs) said, Oh, no, I guess you don't. So, <laughs> I continued to circulate around the room, but this boy's gears were still turning. He, he played soccer for our school, and he knew there was a boy on another school's team that had my unusual and hard-to-pronounce last name, which is why he asked the original question. He was trying to figure out if that soccer player was my son. Right. And when I came back around to him, he was he asked about that kid on the other soccer team, and he said, and, and I said, oh, that's my nephew. And most of our teachers chose to bring their children to our school. My student, after hearing that, the soccer so- this other soccer player was my nephew. He asked me, well, why doesn't he go to school here? And I replied, because he's my nephew, not my son. And, <laughs> and the boy tilted his precious little head. And he let the information try to soak in for a moment. And he finally put the pieces together, or at least he pretended to. He's in high school now, but I'm honestly not sure if he ever really understood that you can't have grandchildren if you don't have children first, (laughs) and that nephews and sons are not quite the same thing. Thanks for a great show. Keep up the uh, hilariously good work, Karen from Indiana. Well, thank you for our middle school stories. That's great. Oh, (laughs) man. Slow moving brain. I love Mm. it. I'm trying. I'm trying to make this work. I can't get it together, though. I don't know how families work. Why? Well, so you don't? Ha- you're saying you don't have grandkids or kids? <laughs> how do you have a nephew then? Because uh, yeah, my because right? <laughs> my parents had kids and yeah. they had kids. No, that's too much. How does it work? I don't know. Oh, no, I can't handle it. <laughs> Brain explodes. <laughs> Middle school brains. Oh. Uh, my, my brain's still middle school like sometimes, so I, I, I can understand. All right. I've been anxiously awaiting this next story, John, and um, mm. I am uh, I, I'm ready to hear it. I think I'm Do ready. I have to read it? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's so, it's so, it's so uh, interesting, let's just say. I'm just going <clears> to. <throat> I'm just going to prepare myself for this. All right. All right. I'm getting into a new state of mind here. What's it called, John? It's called saving staples. All right. And I have no idea why, but it comes to us from Patrick and his most excellent mother who is hoarding the last four staples. (laughs) Okay. Hello, podcast people. I was recently, recently listening to the what's that's what she said story. No, no, he he misquoted. Uh, It's actually, that's what she shed. She shed. Ah, it was a she shed. She shed story. She shed. Yeah. She shed. I remember that because now I the words coming out of my mouth are, are, are yeah, it's muscle memory or something. So, yeah. correction. I was recently listening to the that's what she shed story episode three sixty eight for those of you who would like to go back and listen yourself, and I was reminded of my own experience with staples. Uh. And when I say staples, I don't mean the store down the street that sells office supplies. Mm-mm. No, staples. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was three, my family had a bouncy bed, quote unquote, in our basement. We must have had some good springs or something. Yeah. On the wall nearby, there was a heating vent. <laughs> One day I was jumping while mom made dinner. And after a particularly spectacular jump, I fell and I hit my head on the vent and split it right open. <laughs> Grated it. It's like a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a split. A split like when you're chopping wood and the, the, the log flies apart. Uh, That's what happened. This uh, poor kid's head. <laughs> my parents cleaned the wound and attempted to secure butterfly bandages which did nothing but annoy me when they fell off because they were wet from slippery blood (laughs) (laughs) 
I gotta say, that's exactly what we tried on James's hand was the butterfly. Really? And it just didn't work. <laughs> Ew, it's so gross. I can see it now. The kid wanted pictures of it. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Oh, man. So he's got pictures of both the before and after. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyways, oh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> I did the same thing with my finger flap, though. I had to take pictures of it, even though it hurts oh, so bad. Man. And it looked so gross, and there was a puddle of blood underneath my <laughs> finger. It was so bad, but I was like, I gotta have a picture. So. Yeah. Well, after James got sutured up, uh, he's like, "Hey, Dad, see that spot on the on the screen door there? That's my blood." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's great. Okay. So, seeing that I wasn't going to die anytime soon, my mother uh, slapped a bag of frozen peas on my my broken head <laughs> and finished up dinner much to my more cautious father's chagrin. Finally, after every plate was cleared, we went to the hospital. Wow. The doctor was great and chatted with my parents about the hazards of life in the country with boys while he stapled me up. Staple, staple! Staple. James, I've never had a staple. No. I've never been stapled up for any cuts. I've had stitches, but not staples. So I, I don't I, know. I've seen my share of staples, though. Being a, a, a pastor... Going to visit people in the hospitals, they always like to show you. And, oh uh, yeah, it is they a my staples. It is a beastly thing. It is. It's, it is. It's like you make. It makes you think doctors are like uh, crazy people. Frankenstein. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, what are you doing? Just piecing together random pieces of meat, you know? Because it it looks so uh, unscientific. It looks right. like something we did a million years ago um, in the dark ages. Yeah, but it's apparently very it. effective. So. And it apparently leaves a little bit less of a scar. But anyways, the doctor was great and chatted with my parents about that hazards. And I already read that. So I'm going to move on to when he finished. The doctor looked my mom in the eyes and said, this stapler is brand new and has eight staples left. <laughs> this trash bag is new as well. I'm going to put the gun in the trash bag and you're free to leave. <laughs> See, I read that line and I don't really understand what's happening, but it appears to me that this doctor is going to give this staple gun yeah. to the mother. Yeah. Like yeah. She's, he's, he's giving her powers. Like yeah. Strange doctor powers. Doctor, you, you, you live in the country. You don't have to come out here to this hospital to staple yourself <laughs> up. <laughs> you look doctoring enough. You're, yes. you're a concerned mom that serves yeah. dinner, even though your son's head split open. <laughs> you know, you look like you care enough and you'll be careful with this strange power I'm giving you here. Yeah. Take it and go. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I don't know what I would have done with a, a flesh stapler in my house, <laughs> but uh, I, I expect that the story continues here. Yeah. So years later, our Mastiff got some kind of cyst on her neck. Yum. The vet drained it and gave instructions to keep it open. Suck it. Oh, suck it clean. Oh, just just <laughs> stop, put, stop put your lips to the open ends and... and <laughs> just keep it open. That's what the vet says. Nothing with straws or anything. <laughs> <Keep> it open. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, well, it closed up pretty quickly. Yeah. And the next day, my mom was messing with it. That thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to get this. Okay. My mom was messing with it. Mom, don't mess with the dog's neck. No. Because she messed with it. And that thing sprayed pus <laughs> and eraser-like chunks all, all over her face. Eraser-like chunks. That's the worst. <clears throat> I got to choke that. <laughs> and turned it into a gaping wound. Mm. <sighs> As God intended. That's what it was supposed to be, by the way. Keep it open, the the, the vet the, said. The curdled pus wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed well, to drain. So That's why the doctor said, keep it open. Yeah. Well, guess what, James? Remember that staple gun that the doctor gave him? <laughs> Out came the staple gun. Oh, the dog boy. was a paragon of patience and decided never to get another cyst. She, she locked that thing up. I mean, what was the point of popping the cyst in the first place if you're just going to buckle it back down? Oh, uh, maybe that maybe she used the staples in a in in in, in another fashion. That maybe she didn't. Dog. That poor she dog. didn't close no. the the cyst. Maybe she stapled the flesh open uh, so that the cyst could remain. No, uh, I I I think she closed it up. She she just and it just yeah. 
Mm. Eraser chunks. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. That's too descriptive. Well, here's finish the story. Let's 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 do this. The last year, then last year, I was playing in the yard and I pretended to be knocked out. When I <laughs> fell, quote unquote, I banged my head on a section of a log that was lying in the grass. This time I thought I was fine, but I felt around just in case. There was blood. I went inside, and after one look, my mom went and got her first aid <laughs> kit. And you guessed it. Two more two staples. Two more staples. Two more staples. Chink, chink, chink. She's Mom's mad like with power. She, she's got power now. It, Someone buy her another staple gun. It, it's, it's like my friend said. He doesn't go to surgeons to when he's sick because if you go to a surgeon the solution is always going to be surgery that's his logic right. you know so he goes to a general practitioner and you don't go to patrick's mom because patrick's <laughs> mom has a stapler she <laughs> is a staple stapler. mom and the solution to all of the problems are these oh. staples and i love that, that they say she's hoarding the last four there's four Listen. left it's like a, it's like a movie where they're counting bullets, you know. Like there should be only one bullet left. I can make it, you know. So yeah. Uh, anyway, we got time for one more. This one's mm. called "No Candle Lighting," and it's from Emily Ellis. Hi, that story show. I have a story for you that happened about five years ago. It was the first time our parents had let me and my sister stay home alone, and we also had recently learned how to light candles. That makes sense. Hey, have you guys learned how to light candles yet? You have? Well, this is about the right time to leave you home alone. (laughs) We'll see you later. (laughs) So anyway, we wanted to light some candles while they were gone. So we did. And then my sister wanted to move one. See, that's the problem with kids and fire is you can't just Mm -hmm. light it and walk away. You got to play with it. You got to move it around. You got to feel grown. You know? Yeah. I, I, I can feel that. I. I remember that feeling in my life. I was like, you know, the candle's lit on the table. It's safe and fine just there, but I want to pick it up. Yeah. I want to move it around. I want to be power. God of the, God of the, uh, the candle here, but <laughs> the glass was a little too hot to pick up and move. So I got a Kleenex for her. So her hand wouldn't get burned as she moved it. But instead of picking it up by the side, like I thought she would, she picked it up by the top, she put the Kleenex <laughs> right down the, the top of the dumb candle. Oh, as you would probably guess, the Kleenex caught on fire and she dropped it. So we quickly got water (laughs) and dumped it on the flaming tissue. We called our mom and she said, said this, this is makes no sense. This is the mom of the year award. She says, kids set a timer for 15 minutes and call nine one one. If it's still glowing. (laughs) (laughs) Mom was not going to interrupt date. No, (laughs) no, Uh, this is the first time we've been out in 13 years. There is no way I'm coming home. Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't. It, it didn't uh, continue glowing, and the bristles of the rug where she dropped the Kleenex melted instead of catching fire. <laughs> it's good because you guys were going to die otherwise, and your mom was going to be having having a, a second glass of wine. You know. So now we have a black spot on our rug to remember the incident. And for a while after that, whenever we were left home alone, right before leaving, our dad would always say, no fighting, no biting, no candle lighting. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our story. Emily Ellis. Yes, we did. Goodness gracious. There's a problem with a parent that says, wait 15 minutes. Yeah, just just wait fifteen minutes. If it's not glowing anymore, if your hair is, it can still smoke, but there's no glow. If you still have eyebrows, then you know, <laughs> call nine one one. But uh, anyway, oh, oh goodness! Did, did I ever tell the story about how when I caught my kitchen on fire when I was a kid? No, oh, I don't think man. so. Same kind of situation. Mom had left us left us in the house and i mean we she didn't go off anywhere she's just another part of the house and uh there was a kitchen in a kitchen table mm. uh, there's a candle on the kitchen table and i was like man this is cool and i wonder what'll happen if i hold this napkin up to it oh. and and i caught the napkin on fire but i couldn't blow it out so i dropped it on the floor and it melted oh, no! it melted the, the the um you know the stuff that put on the floor linoleum or whatever yeah 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 so it melted a hole in it. And that's the first time I ever remember getting a spanking <laughs> <laughs> with that hole, that melted hole stayed on the floor for years. Wow. 
Yeah. Dang. I, yeah, earned it. You earned it too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I did. Well, do you have a funny life story? Mm-hmm. Have you ever played video games all night when you were supposed to be in bed? Have you ever freaked out your brother uh, after a friend bloodied his nose on his girlfriend's forehead? Remember that one? Have you ever tried to use your doorbell technology to avoid a skunk spraying on your dogs? Have you ever tried to explain the basics of family relationships to a middle schooler? Have you ever had your mom let loose with a medical stapler? Or tried to burn down your house with a scented candle? Whatever your story is, send in stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. And don't go running around in the dark with a bunch of your friends. Just think, hey, this belongs to that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. (laughs) Bye-bye. Oh, man. What would you do if you had a medical stapler? What would you do if you had a dog with an open cyst that wouldn't stay open? I would probably have to put it off about 40. (laughs) Sorry, dog. Ka-chink, ka-chink. Just let that thing fill up. Pressurize, <laughs> leak out between the staples. It'll heal somehow. <laughs> <sighs>